Talk Radio. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow and then the days got worse and worse and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. They're coming to take me away, haha. Ah, uh, yes, it is. It's that time again, folks. Oh, where does the time go? It's time for another Toxic Wise That Show with your host, me, myself, and I, Mark C. Chaplin, here in the Great Northeast, the Great White Northeast. I'm just kind of stealing that phrase of uh, the Great White North. Remember the McKenzie brothers? Oh, you hoser. Shut up, eh? Uh, on SCTV. That show was really underrated. And a lot of stars came from that. John Candy, Eugene Levy. Um, uh, I mean, a lot of them. Some women ones, too. I can't think of their names right now, but uh, really funny women uh, who really deserve some accolades because, uh, you know, they did. They were underrated, and it was a Canadian show, but, geez, it was funny. And uh, they used to make fun of Jerry Lewis and uh, the Bowery Boys and just about anything going. They made fun of all kinds of movies and shows, Leave It to Beaver. I remember one episode they had uh, Leave It to Beaver, and uh, Eddie Haskell was gay, and he was bothering uh, he was bothering Wally, so Beav shot him. <laughs> funny as hell. Uh, and the... Uh, I think they, they even had Robin Williams on that show as a guest appearance, and he was uh, in The Little Rascals, playing one of the one of the characters. It was a very funny show, very underrated. And uh, all the time I look on uh, the net to see what the top 100 funniest movies were, top 50 funniest movies, TV shows of certain years or of all time, and almost always in the funny category. Uh, Mystery Science Theater is up there, and so isn't, uh, of course, Saturday Night Live, which I think has fallen by the wayside, pretty much. But um, SCTV is up there also, so it's one of the funniest shows. So it's good to see. Well, folks, pretty soon you're going to start getting... Oh, speaking of uh, the Great White Northeast here in New England, northern parts of New England, it's an uh, odd summer. It's doing that again. It's... Uh, threatens to rain, it sprinkles for like a half hour, maybe an hour, and then it stops. And all my years of living in Maine, and I lived in Boston, New York, and Los Angeles, California, Southern California, uh, this is the weirdest, uh, one of the weirdest and strangest summers. They said last year was going to be a hot summer, and it wasn't that bad. This year was hot and muggy. And the, the mugginess comes back and it goes away. I mean, one night it'll be 42, 43, 39 degrees. And the next night, like tonight, it's uh, 78 uh, with high humidity. So really strange weather. And it's doing that again where it uh, threatens to rain. Seems like it's going to be a big storm. Sprinkles for maybe an hour, two hours. Not much rain, maybe a quarter of an inch. And stops. And we really do need the rain. We really do. I know we'll probably get, they say it's going to be a bad winter, but they always uh, say that, and it, uh, winters are never easy up here, because like I've always said, you have to put up with something no matter where you live. If you live in the south, it's hurricanes and tornadoes. Um, if you live in the west, uh, it's fires, mudslides, and uh, um, earthquakes, 
in the winter uh, in the north. So you've got to deal with something no matter where you live. Even Hawaii has the volcanoes and fires. So something we're in there, and of course Alaska has earthquakes and cold. So you got to deal with something no matter where you live at. But it, I will still say it's been a strain. Like last night I was shutting windows. I was shutting windows in the house. And if you live in northern Maine, New England, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. I was shutting windows in the house. It was too cold. But tonight I've got them all open. I've got the wet air conditionings I've got and uh, fans on. Full blast. And uh, so it's, it's really strange. And speaking of strange, we're going to probably start getting inundated with uh, political phone calls, which are very annoying, uh, besides the regular uh, telemarketers that you get or uh, charities that want to rip you off. I don't give to charities on phone anymore. I only do it in person, and I'm selective. I, I know the Red Cross does some good things, but I hear their salaries are very high. I may be wrong, but I heard like uh, their salaries and their office um, are really expensive. Um, Catholic Charities I like, uh, Salvation Army I like, St. Jude's for the children I like, and of course anything that's legitimate for our vets and veterans, VFW kind of thing I like too and will give to. And of course animal shelters. I love, I love me and my animals. I'm an animal lover. I used to go hunting, but folks I can honestly tell you I never shot anything. I did shoot some partridges and some ducks uh, when I was first hunting, and I really didn't even like that. But I never shot a bear or a moose or a deer and uh, nothing like that. Um, it wasn't in me. I discovered I liked shooting guns and having guns, but I discovered I'd rather go target shooting. Much more, uh, you get to shoot the gun, because you can go hunting and not fire a shot if you don't see anything. I just wanted to shoot the guns, have some fun. And I had all various kinds of guns, 223s, 3030s, 32 Winchesters, 12 gauge, 410, 22s. I even had some foreign guns, 8mm Mauser, German rifle, 303 British. I even had black powder guns, 36 caliber, 44, 50 caliber Hawkins. So I know all about that, folks. I know all about that. And uh, 30 caliber carbines uh, from the military, which jammed a lot. It's amazing we won any wars with those, because in the cold weather, they will jam. But uh, I even had a Thompson M1 machine gun, but it was, it was fixed to fire semi-automatic, so it wasn't fully automatic. But it was big and heavy. had a 30-shot clip. You could get 20-shot clips, 30-shot clips, 50-shot drums, and 100-shot drums, 45 caliber. And, uh, but anyways, I just discovered I like target shooting. But anyways, you're going to start getting inundated with... Uh, political phone calls from your state and Washington. If you see 202 on your caller ID, that's uh, probably a political call or somebody wanting a contribution or to tell you how to vote. I just hang up. And it's a, a further annoyance from the phone calls you already get from scammers that want to rip you off. Yes, I can fix your computer. Please give me your credit card number. Screw you. What? You're not going to give it to me, bitch? No, I'm not. I told you, uh, a few shows ago that I used to have this guy call me all the time. He called me every effing day, sometimes twice a day, sometimes three times a day. You, you know, he's a nice enough guy. Hello, this is Guptar. I'm here to help you with your computer problems. I don't have any problems. I, it's running fine. 
yes, but we can do this and that and upgrade and I'll screw you like a chicken getting screwed by a big duck and I'll uh, screw that, no thanks. And I finally said to him, I said, listen, and I was, I was, I was answering as Wilford Wiggles, this old character I do, hello, Wilford here, think I pooped my pants, I gotta be back. And <coughs> you know, and I just... And I thought, okay, after that he won't call back. And I'd keep saying, what? Who? Who's this? And he'd keep talking. And it was me. I'm hanging up. Some hang up. Some were hanging up right away. But he kept going. And he'd call me three times a day. And he was a nice enough fellow. Finally, I just did my regular voice. I said, look, this is me. This is Mark. Yeah, it's me. I am never going to give you my credit card number. I'm never going to give you any money or any business. I'm uh, just going to hang up on you most every time you call. So would you do me a favor and please stop calling? And that was like uh, six months ago. And he finally, finally stopped calling after all that time. So be careful what you uh, sign up for on the Internet. If you go looking for to help on your computer, you may get a scam artist. So be very, very uh, leery in, of that kind of situation. Best to go to a local tech or somebody that you know that uh, you can count on because if you give anybody your credit card number online you're going to get screwed you're going to see charges pile up I really don't like doing that I hardly ever give my credit card on number unless it's a secured situation or I prefer to do it over the phone if I'm ordering something but uh, anyway so get ready for all those inundation calls and um, I'll be hanging up on most of them. I don't like politicians. Um, here in Maine, we have Governor LePage. I'm not a big fan of his. Some people call him LePig. <laughs> I'm not one for calling name calling. Yes, I am one for name calling. But I, he's he, he's he's cut a lot of things in the state, educational things, and people that uh, food stamps. And listen, I'm ev I'm for everybody pulling their own, getting their own. But, you know, kids, they can't, the five-year-old kid can't go out and get a job. He, and he's not going to go in the grocery store and get food. I mean, so we've got to help these people. And the big thing is, all the money that he saves and turns away just goes to another state, goes to Mississippi or Egypt or Pakistan. So he thinks he's saving the state of Maine money. He's not. It's just turned away and it goes someplace else. I'm all for helping uh, our own American people first. First, F-I-R-S-T. It's good to be uh, helping people, but you got to help your own people first. Build your own house before you build somebody else's. That's just the key here. Here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio in the whole entire world. Perhaps the universe. You know, I'm a YouTube fan, and I like to see what just people put on. Plus, I, I love historical things, as you know, literature and historical events, especially American history, Civil War, Revolutionary War till World War II. And um, so many good things on there, uh, lost film clips and stories of World War II, prisoners, uh, bombing of Berlin and Frankfurt and Hamburg and Dresden firebombing the invasion like I watched one last night the invasion from the Russians from the east um, they lost over 200,000 soldiers invading Berlin 
Eisenhower let him have it. It was a wise move because it probably saved uh, thousands and thousands of American and British lives because uh, Eisenhower let the British, uh, let the um, Russians take uh, Berlin. And uh, it was really tough because the, the, the Germans were ready. They had 100,000 home guards, uh, 10, 15-year-old soldiers, 65-year-old uh, soldiers with guns, small arms, and tank buster weapons, bazookas, I guess we'd call them. And uh, the Germans laid in a heavy barrage of artillery, like a million shots fired of artillery, which really didn't hit anything because all the German forces had captured a prisoner a Russian soldier who told them that they were going to do a big bombardment. So the Germans' uh, fortifications, they moved them back, and pretty much the Russians didn't hit anything. They just hit forest. And matter of fact, in some cases, when they were advancing uh, infantry, they hit their own men, shot their own men. So they just kind of made it rough. But there's a lot of interesting things on YouTube and, um, and stories. And, of course, I like looking at... Um, uh, shows from the past, old TV shows, previews, what it was like in 1968 or 77. And uh, I look at, uh, I love trains and old movies, 8mm movies, 16mm movies and equipment and stories people tell about them. The last of the 35mm regular projection uh, projectors, uh, now that it's everything's digital video projectors basically. So, um, and then I saw a thing about, uh, it said George Clooney was sick. I guess he developed or got hurt doing some movie, fell or something, hit his head, and he's had, like, strange headaches every day since, really bad, even to the point where he thought about taking his life. I understand that. I've had really bad headaches, and I don't know how people with migraines do them. I get sinus headaches once in a while, and uh, those are just terrible. And I wasn't quite sure if this was true, because you know there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of bullcrap, a lot of fake news and fake reports and fake stories on the internet. So, but uh, this I guess it turns out to be true. I'm not sure exactly how he's dealing with it or what. And he just had kids, and I think he's like 57 or 58, and he just had twins. So he's kind of old to be a dad. I don't see him out there you know, 68, 70 years old, tossing the football with the kids, although he might. I don't know. I'm not judging. Just saying. But uh, uh, a lot of interesting stories on there. Things come and go on Facebook. <laughs> they just do. Uh, but anyway, I find it interesting. And uh, I like the setup. You can even go to a YouTube that has no commercials. I don't care about the commercials. Most of them are not that bad. They don't last long and some you can skip within four or five seconds and I like that. I like that uh, option. So, but we wish uh, George Clooney the best of luck. He seems to be a nice guy and I always liked uh, most of the movies that he was in. Um, they gave him an award uh, uh, presentation on TCM and they've been showing some of his films. So, I, you know, political things aside, I've always kind of liked uh, George Clooney as an actor. So, and uh, that's a bit of news here from uh, the Toxic Wise Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Hi, this is Mike Tyson. How's it going? Listen, this is the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Make sure you listen or I'll punch you in the head.
Oh, thank you, Mike Tyson. The, <laughs> hear that, folks? If you don't listen, he's going to come punch you in the head. No, he's not really going to do that. Mike's uh, calmed down quite a bit. Hasn't been in any, uh, any movies or shows lately. He was in, uh, what was it, um, Wedding Planner or uh, The Bachelor Party, something like that, where he had the tiger, pet tiger. And um, they had a car cartoon, Mike Tyson Mysteries, which was rated one of the worst shows and one of the worst uh, cartoons on the air. I couldn't see it myself. I watched a few episodes, and I was uh, really actually quite dumbfounded. And, uh, hmm. I can see Scooby-Doo, but Mike Tyson? Roro like Scoobs, Mike Tyson's gonna punch us. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it wasn't very good. It's not exactly uh, South Park or Family Guy funny, that's for sure. A lot of weird stuff on Comedy Central. And there's a lot of weird stuff on uh, Cartoon Network, which turns to uh, what's it? Uh, turns to Adult Swim at night. I don't get that. And then there's Boomerang, which plays like Yogi and Boo Boo. Hey, boo-boo, gee, Plays the classic cartoons. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Bugs Bunny and things like that The from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Um, boomerang. Um, but um, I certainly did not get the uh, the grasp of the Mike Tyson cartoon mysteries. <laughs> I don't even know, was that really him? Was that his voice or somebody doing him? I, I don't even know that. Because I'll, I'll have to investigate that, folks. Another investigation thing here on the Toxic Wise. We're now an investigative uh, channel like, uh, you know, 48 Hours and Dateline. No, we're not. We're, we're just having fun, folks, trying to make you laugh. Mm, quick sports update here on the Toxic Wise Show. Uh, this is my radio voice when I want to be uh, officially like a radio guy. Yeah, that's my radio voice. When I want to sound like that uh, proverbial, quintessential radio personality. You know, the guy you grew up with uh, back in the old days when they used to spin the records. Put the needle on the record. Put the needle on the record. Yeah. Remember those days? We used to ride around, and we didn't have cell phones back then. So we pull over to a, uh, a phone booth in town or around town or someplace and we call into our local radio station here and request a song usually uh, basketball jones by cheech and chong i got a basketball jones because we were all basketball players and uh, we love that song or you know three dog night uh mott the hoople good songs like that good rock and roll and some motown you know but uh, those times and days have changed. Uh, radio station used to go off the air at midnight, most nights, maybe 1 o'clock if something special was happening. And they used to do our basketball games live and uh, had the news, news guys there. And uh, like I said, everything was either on tape, a big reel-to-reel uh, -reel tape or a cassette tape or... Uh, with records. They had two turntables and that's why they could play music. I was I wondered when I was a kid, how do they play those songs back to back to back without, you know, when I'm home I have my record player and I have to take it off and put it on. It takes a few seconds. But they had, uh, just like the movie projectors, they had two. So you don't notice the uh, inter inter intermediate uh, disruption. 
So, but uh, back to sports. Uh, Red Sox, 96 wins. And I think they're up seven and a half on the Yankees who are losing a series to the A's who are right behind them for the wild card, like three games, three and a half games. It'll be two and a half games if they lose uh, the game they're in now. So it's going to be very close. But it looks like the Red Sox with uh, 96 wins with, I think, 27 games left to go. I'm not quite sure. Um, looking good and uh, on track to win at least 100. I said 107. We'll see. And uh, quick movie review. I want to talk about one movie that I saw. It's called uh, Trench 11, and it's about World War One. Germans, English, Canadians, Americans. Um, and it's about... Uh, it's towards the end of the war. It's November. The war ended on November 11th, 1918. Armistice was signed, and this is like November 2nd or 3rd. The Germans are retreating. And they're doing, uh, they have a big, huge, four-story underground bunker, which is really good considering it's 1918 to build something like that. And uh, they're doing some kind of odd experiments. And the Americans want to know what it is, and the Germans are trying to cover it up. So it's a pretty good movie. Watched it. Had to be, it had to be very expensive to make because the, uh, the special effects and the uh, scenery in the background and uh, of course whenever you do a, a period piece it's very expensive when you do like a western you gotta buy horses and guns and saddles and you do World War One, you gotta have World War One uniforms and guns and so on and so forth uh, well done well acted and I think you'll like it it's called Trench 11 and uh, I'll have more uh, movie reviews later on in our show here on the Toxic Wiser Show on Renegade Talk Radio with the summer unfortunately sadly winding down. I know it uh, was a hot and humid summer. We have strange weather going on now. It's still summer till the 22nd, right? 21st, 22nd of September. So it's still summer, but the the days are hot. It will be 80, 85, maybe even touch on 90. And the nights, it can get into the 40s. So it's kind of your typical, what I call, desert weather, where it can get really hot and dusty and humid during the, well, the, the desert's not humid. But it can get really hot during the day and uh, cool off quite some at night. And the leaves are starting to turn. But uh, that's the way it is. As Walter Cronkite used to say, that's the way it is. You can't do a GD thing about it. And that's that's uh, where we're at right here. Well, in uh, news, and you know, I'm not a really big fan of When I was a kid, I always hated the news. But I uh, was forced to watch it because, you know, we only have one or two TVs. Um especially when everybody's uh, gathered around after dinner or whatever. Uh, you know, the older people, and I, and I get it, they like to watch the news. I would rather watch uh, Lost in Space or Star Trek or cartoons or Three Stooges, but that's just me. But uh, in the news, uh, they're having a hard time, as usual, you know. This country's so divided. It's so sad. I mean, I remember growing up in the 60s and 70s with divisions and Democrats and Republicans, but I have never seen. Social media and cable news have brought 
a great deal of separation and hate and fake news and both sides are to blame and it's really sad but uh, this Brett Kavanaugh is having a hard time getting uh, confirmed I guess I don't know what's going to happen because um, the people that hate Trump they're going to keep on hating I mean, he could cure cancer and talk to aliens and have Kim Jong going over for dinner and people are still going to hate him and uh that's what's so sad. Give the give people their due. If it's uh, somebody's doing something good, what's the matter with? Uh, I mean, I have uh, friends that are re uh, Republicans and Democrats and um, Independents and Libertarians, or don't vote at all or don't care. I have friends that are uh, you know Lakers fans and Yankees fans, and we can get along. We can get along. Speaking of which, the Red Sox had a really nice comeback today over Atlanta 9-8. They were down seven runs in the eighth inning, come back to win. 97 wins, 96 wins. Um, I got them at 107 wins. I think there's 22 games left. We'll have to see. NFL starts uh, soon, Thursdays and Sundays. And we'll, uh, I think the Patriots take on Houston the first game Sunday, I think. Not sure. We'll have to see what happens there. So, usually the Patriots, um, they don't look so good at the beginning of the season. Everyone says that's because it takes Belichick a while to get everybody where they're supposed to be. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, I think they could have gotten better players, more players. They're short on wide receivers. Um, but Belichick, very disappointed in last year's Super Bowl and that uh, – kid from Philadelphia, Foles, he looks like crap. If he'd have looked anything like that in the Super Bowl, Patriots would have won by 30. I mean, he just, he has just looked like crap. I guess it's the, he had one good game his whole life and the Super Bowl was it. And it cost the Patriots. But uh, we're moving forward and we're not going to look back on that. And supposedly there's a new book or stories going around about Trump before he was president, and so what? I mean, unless he molested children, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want. And hey, uh, people on the other side, you got Bill Clinton, so you can't really say uh, you can't throw stones in glass houses, whatever that saying is. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But uh, hopefully, this country needs to get along better. Really. Hey, folks, are you a cable channel hopper or? dish or whatever you have, uh, antenna. Do antennas still work? Here in the great night northeast, uh, we only have one station within about 100 miles of us, and uh, it's 40 miles away, and you can't, you used to be able to get it when it was analog with an antenna on the roof. And sometimes with uh, an antenna inside with lots of tinfoil on it. You baby boomers remember that? putting tinfoil on the, on the uh, rabbit ears for those places that didn't have cable. My buddy Andy and I, he, he had a huge house, like three stories, really big, bigger than the house I was brought up in. And it, that My grandparents' house was pretty big, three stories, big basement. But my friend Andy, his, his house was three stories, not a big basement, small basement, but a large and attic. So we, we spend time in my basement in his attic. He used to have a record player up there with old Bobby Darren 
songs, Mac the Knife and some other hits, 45s and some 33s. But um, I don't know, it's crazy. But if you're a channel hopper, and uh, you know, back in those days you couldn't hop too many channels because there were only about five or six, especially here in the great north northeast. I remember when we went to my cousins in Connecticut, in Massachusetts, uh, you had the UHF channels, and you could get probably, I don't know, maybe six, seven, eight channels with uh, just an antenna in in Hartford area, East Granby. So that was kind of cool. Always liked that. Didn't uh, you didn't need uh, cable back then for those places? But up here in the Great North Northeast, you do. You do need, uh, and you always did, need uh, cable to get more than a few channels. Used to be get PBS and maybe a couple Canadian channels, really fuzzy. And so, those were exciting days. But anyways, now with the big screen and the channel hopping, 150 channels, which probably out more than 100 are no good. But um, I, I like my sports and my movies and uh, classic shows and comedies and everything, pretty much. And uh, I see they have drone racing now. Drone racing. And I've always wondered, and I've seen a few of them around, and I've seen people post their drone films and videos, whatever. And I don't know if it's happened yet. And I think I mentioned this one other time in my earlier shows, maybe from last year that it's just going to be a matter of time before a drone crashes into another drone and lands on people or a vehicle or a plane. Just a matter of time. We already had the self-driving car drive into something, so that's happened already. I don't know if that's a good idea either. Today I was going to pay bills and I'm going into the bank and I pull into one of the spots and I see this lady, and God bless her soul, she had to be a hundred, white hair, crazy look, She's trying to parallel park in front of me, and I'm thinking, oh, God, this is going to end up with me calling my insurance company to tell her that I got smashed into by a 105-year-old lady trying to parallel park. Finally, I got out of there. I honked the horn a couple times politely just to let her know I was pulling out, and she stood still because I thought for sure she was going to ram me like uh, an iceberg hitting the Titanic or the Titanic hitting the iceberg, which happened there, I don't know. I think, the, uh, I think the Titanic slammed into an iceberg. But either way, I saw myself calling the police uh, for an insurance report. But it didn't happen, thank God. So be vigilant out there driving. But anyway, I think it is a matter of time before a drone crashes into something, a building, a person, something like that. It's just a matter of time. And uh, sad note today, Burt Reynolds passed away. <laughs> yeah, I always liked that one. That, who, who, who was it that used to do that? Canadian comedian used to uh, do really good impression of uh, Burt Reynolds on Jeopardy. He always gave a wise-ass answer. But uh, yeah, he passed away today at 82. And it was just uh, a year or two that I saw him in a movie. Uh, the movie was actually about an aging cowboy's legend. And they were going to honor him with a film festival in the small town where they liked him. And he was kind of uppity about it and snotty about it at first, but he kind of warmed up to the people. And, and uh, it was pretty good, pretty well written, pretty funny. 
and uh, we'll have more uh, movie reviews at the end. But uh, our condolences and a sad passing to Burt Reynolds, who started out his career pretty much like on TV, Gunsmoke, Too Smokey and the Bandit movies, which we all went to in high school and college. So uh, a sad farewell to a, a probably a nice guy and a you know pretty good actor. Now his movies aren't in the top ten, but uh, uh, they were they were pretty funny, especially with Jackie Gleason. Hello, hello, this is Queen Elizabeth from jolly old England. Yes, God save me. Jolly old England, folks. This is Queen Elizabeth wishing everybody a happy... What? Who? Wait, no. This is Queen Elizabeth saying I listen to the Toxic Wiser show here on the Renegade Talk Radio. And uh, God bless everybody. And good day. Thank you. God save the Queen. Thank you, Queen Elizabeth from jolly old England. That was very nice. Very nice indeed. Thank you. We always appreciate it when people call up and uh, give us their blessings and tell us that they listen to our show here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. We appreciate it. Hey, quick movie reviews. Um, there's a movie called Age of Summer, and it's about kids growing up in the 80s. There's been a lot of those lately. Some about uh, growing up in the 60s and some in the 70s. Uh, even saw an Australian one about the uh, 70s. It's pretty good, but Age of Summer is a pretty good movie. Uh, it just made this year into 2018. You could probably get it on uh, Netflix or the Red Box or on demand from your cable company or your uh, cable provider or Dish Network, something, whatever. Um, I watched the movie The Nun, the new horror film. Oh, by the way, Age of Summer gets a B. Pretty good. Especially if you were, well, if you were ever a kid, and most of us were, of course. Um, I never grew up near the beach, but this is kind of what this is about, like surfer dudes in the uh, 80s, middle 80s. Uh, the Nun was a pretty good movie. Now, listen, I give it a B-. minus. Really good special effects, good acting, good scenery, all that. Now, the plot... It's kind of what gives it a B minus is it's um, it's always hard to do a horror movie. You have to are you going to redo Jason or zombies or vampires? It's ghosts, demons. Only so much you can do. But it's uh, pretty well acted and keeps you kind of in the edge of your seat. Kind of loses some of its continuity, as I'm not quite sure what's always going on through it. And uh, I don't know why white people, as Eddie Murphy say, won't leave a haunted house. <laughs> Remember he said that in his act. But uh, this uh, shows you that white people will not leave a haunted house or castle. But anyways, The Nun, pretty good movie. Um, I think it's in theaters. That's where I saw it. Uh, Sarah Burgess is a loser. Pretty good comedy. On Netflix, 
it might be on demand too I'm not sure and pretty good pretty good movie uh, anyone who's been a bully or been bullied or gone through that which is bullying has been going on since the caveman times um, pretty good movie I give it a B it's about uh, kids and one of the funny things is uh, all the movies about kids in the 70s and 80s and some of the 90s um, they never had cell phones but this movie is pretty much like kids on their cell phones pretty much the whole entire movie social media stuff texting all that uh, I'm not a good texter my fingers are too big and I hate texting but anyways a uh, pretty good movie uh, Sarah's War I think uh, a low budget a pretty good acting and a good story. I give it a B. Um, you have to judge for yourself and uh, see what you think. But uh, I kind of liked it. Um, I give it a B minus. Like I said, good storyline, good acting. Not a high budget movie. You could tell from the way it was made and the scenery. Period pieces are expensive and hard to make, like I said before. So, uh, there's a movie called uh, Hurricane, based on a true story about Polish fighters living who escaped from Poland. And, you know, Poland went through hell during World War II, first the Nazis, then the communists. And um, thousands of them were taken prisoner and shot by the Russians, who still deny doing that, over 20,000 Polish soldiers. Those that escaped to France or other countries made it to England, and they formed their own fighter pilot division in England with the IRF, and they shot down all kinds of Nazi bombers and planes and did a lot of damage. Did they get rewarded for it during the time that they were doing it? Yes. Afterwards, they were kicked out of England. So don't talk bad about America when England does stuff like that. Um, Very good movie. I give it an A. Um, there's a western called Reckoning, a Reckoning, and it's probably uh, on demand. I'm not sure about Netflix. I give it a C plus. Well, uh, western, so so, acting, so so. But again, it's kind of hard to redo and remake a, a a western. There's a movie called Epidemic. Um, I think it was made with a camera phone. I give it a C plus because they tried. And you always give it the, you know, I've seen some movies that were really low budgets that just had uh, good ideas and good uh, storylines and pretty good actors. Who was it uh, used to say, was it uh, the guy who made the zombie movies, George Romero, I think, said, when you have a low budget, you're forced to be more creative because you have to come up with better things because you don't have the, uh, you know, the, the, the budget to... Uh, to compete with big movies. So, you know, pretty good little pretty good little movie. And then there's a movie called another western called Any Bullet Will Do. And I give that a C plus. Again, low budget. I think it was with the same actors that was in the other western. Kind of looked like them all. You won't recognize really any of the actors, but they tried and they made a western as good as you could make with the budget they were on. Again, period pieces are hard to make and they're expensive to make. And the last movie is called um, The Last Pagan King. 
And when I first looked at it, I didn't think it was going to be very good, but it was good acting. I think it was made in Sweden, but it's English speaking. And um, it's about Vikings, the last of the Viking tribe versus uh, the uh, the knights, the uh, crusaders. And kind of a long, twisted story, but lots of action and pretty good storyline. And the acting was very good. And the uh, scenery, definitely a high-budget movie. Somebody made a high-budget movie there. I give that a B. And uh, that's our movie review for now. We'll have uh, more movies uh, reviewed on the next show. Nothing too new on television. The Red Sox, are, I think, are stuck on 97 wins. You know, they're playing Houston right now, and I think actually Houston is a better team, really. I do, as much as I love my Red Sox. They're, Houston has... Um, they have a good bullpen. The Red Sox do not, and they have, their lineup it can can all hit too. I, I have I actually think Houston might repeat as uh, world champs. Although I'm going to be cheering for my Red Sox, and the Patriots will be playing, and uh, so we'll be taking on Houston. So we'll have to see what happens there. Remember when and that's the end of our uh, show. For this episode of the Toxic Wise Ass Show, here on your best place for talk radio, Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, strange weather too again. Sometimes during the day it's close to 80, 85, and tonight it could be 31, 32, and it could snow, and technically it's still summer. I don't know. Global warming, global cooling, what the F is going on? I don't know. But that's the end of our show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be with you on the next show to try to make you uh, laugh and give you some information and some updates and little tidbits of whatever we can do to make you uh, have a good day. Remember, a laugh a day keeps a doctor away. But if you laugh too much, he'll put you in the nuthouse, right? Just like this song, they're coming to take me away. They're here now, so i got to go. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next show. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, ha ha, to the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes and they're coming to take me away. I cooked your food, I cleaned your house.